This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Eight and four. The Cincinnati Bengals, they are hot going into December. A four-game win streak right now. And I don't know off the top of my head, but in regular season, or I guess even the playoffs, they've never had a four-game win streak under Zach Taylor, right? Right. I think I saw somebody send it out that the last time they did that was 2015 when they started off like 10-0 and or whatever. Huge, 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 huge game coming up with the Cleveland Browns coming to town. You're hoping to make it five. Oh, it shouldn't be a huge game, but like this feels like almost a bigger hurdle than the past two division winners they just beat. It's time. It's time. It's time to take down the quarterback who we shall not name yet. We will Redacted looked bad today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's they won on. big because – they had a punt play in the touchdown. Texans. Yeah, well, they got a punt return touchdown and two defensive touchdowns. I know. I played their defense slash special team fantasy scored? somewhere. Yeah, and the defense slash special team scored 31 for them in the fantasy league. I got destroyed because of that, but uh, who cares? Um, no, th- that's, how they, that's how they scored. It, they scored a, a punt return touchdown and two defensive touchdowns because Houston is full-on tanking with Kyle Allen, at quarterback. Yeah. He threw a pick in the end zone that was terrible. He was throwing it at receivers' feet. He looked rusty. Um, didn't watch that much, but stats looked bad. His EPA was like negative ten for the game. It was, it was pretty bad. But uh, who knows? Uh, hopefully, it stays that way. Hopefully, you know what would be awesome is uh, Browns fans chanting for Brissett. <laughs> I said it. I said it earlier in the season. It would be pretty funny if Jacoby Brissett outplays this guy. It would be so total Cleveland move. You throw the bag at this guy. And who, you know, obviously he can get better down the road. I don't, I can't stand this man, but he's the quarterback. He's the quarterback of this team. And unfortunately, it's just the reality um, that we face later this week. And we'll talk preview prediction, more of that in the AFC North as we get to later in the week. But we're going to move to the defensive side. Jermaine Pratt, you brought up a good point. My guy. The, the thing about Jermaine Pratt is you got to add him to the extension list. 
Oh, I know. Okay, question for you. I don't think I have an answer. Who do you extend after the season, Von Bell or Jermaine Pratt? I think you can do both. I think you can get oh, okay. Von Bell. I think you can get Von Bell to to make it happen. And it's gonna. It's uh, obviously. I will say this, and we've said it on this pod before. We are team player. Go get that bag. Go get paid. Know, Same thing for Jesse Bates when he leaves. But for Vaughn, are you having a little fun? You want to stay on this team? <laughs> Maybe getting a little bit older. I, That's I think the the deciding factor, though, right? They won't. If, they they'll move on. They'll move on from Vaughn because he's he's older. I mean, he's younger for how old you think he is. Like in my mind, he's like twenty eight. But let's find out his age because I think he's like at twenty. Oh, okay, twenty seven. I thought he was like twenty. He's like oh, God. He's gonna be twenty eight in like a week. All right, never mind. He's as old as I think. But but <laughs> the thing about that is, they they move. They don't let you get old here. I know. Yeah. They don't. They they That's, move on. Yeah, and then I didn't think they're gonna do Jermaine Pratt, but just with the way he's playing, it's like, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, what's the franchise tag? Do you think they hit him with that? Do you think they just go long term deal and you know try to do something so it doesn't mesh too much with the Burrow extension? And I don't know, but what I what I think is that his play on the field is gonna be hard to replicate because I don't think there's another linebacker on the team that makes the play he made on Kelsey today. It's I said in the offseason when talking about the extensions, and if you would have told me before the season started who they were going to extend, I wouldn't have said Jermaine Crabb. No, and I feel I bad to so say either. that. I feel bad to say that because he's proving a lot of people wrong. And I and thought he, he was good last year. I, I just thought it would be too much money in the linebacker room for them, but mm-hmm. why not? Why not just completely build the spine of your defense? DJ Reader, Jermaine Pratt, Logan Wilson, and then you've got resources spent on Dax Hill up the safety. And that's just that is a tough middle of the defense there and you still have Trey Hendrickson, Chidobe Wuzier and all those guys. But you remember the years when linebacker was a problem for them. Yes. And now you have a solution and they're on your squad. So yes, you have to pay a lot of guys. The conversation with Joe Burrow starts this offseason. T Higgins, I don't know how far we're going to get with that agent, but the conversations are going to be open. They're going to be had. Since I really hope they extend him, although that's that's similar to the Pratt thing. Like The Pratt thing is the reason you wouldn't extend him is because you're spending too much money in your linebacker room. The reason you don't ex- extend T is because you're spending too much money in your wide receiver room. But, man, is he good. He showed it again today. Great. I mean, he, he's the dude. I don't know. It's so hard Justin, to be like. Well, I know Justin Reed met Hayden Hurst. But even there's that connection with T Higgins. T Higgins made you remember who he was today. And I don't know how people forgot about T Higgins. He was the leading wide receiver in the AFC championship game. How do you forget the guy? He was a key factor. He's a key factor when Jamar Chase is out. The Bengals have two number one receivers on their team. Absolutely. They, do. they do. That was my whole article was that they've got not just number ones. Good. Like T Higgins is a good number one receiver and Jamar Chase is an elite wide receiver. So yeah, they've, they've got a very, very strong one-two punch, 1A, 1B situation going on there. And uh, I hope they figured out things Because to me, the offense will remain afloat as long as you have Burrow Higgins chase. Like, you'll be able to scrounge together everything else. But if that's the three core members of the offense, that offense is going to be good offense. It's just that's so hard to stop. Yeah. And the thing about that is if you have that core, you think about the guys who Joe Burrow has, who Joe Burrow got paid. CJ Uzama last year, great blocker, tight end, got him paid. You look at Samaj P. Ryan, who's playing 
pretty good football right now in, in place of Joe Mixon. And we're not even getting in that conversation. Both are good backs. We did um, that enough. Trent Irwin. Trent Irwin can come into a game. I know he didn't have, you know, any – it wasn't too crazy tonight. But another guy who can make big plays because you have number nine at quarterback. You have a core with your offense. And I don't want to get into those conversations because you do get T Higgins at least for one more season next year. Um, and, and, and going forward, who knows what happens with that. I think a lot of people playing against the Cincinnati Bengals hope that doesn't happen because they don't want to figure out a way to stop this team because everybody spent money this offseason in the AFC to figure out a way to either be the next Cincinnati Bengals or stop this Bengals team. And I think it's wild because one of the things I heard after the game is the Chiefs have this circled. The Chiefs want to figure out a way. The team that went to the AFC championship game four times in a row is trying to figure out a way to stop the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is a big game for them. And this is on their calendar. This is a revenge game. And it was like Cincinnati wasn't going to be there at all. And they came tonight and going up 14 to three. Yeah. Like it just, it, I don't know. It just felt like such a statement win tonight. Oh man. Uh, I mean, and the thing about it is like you mentioned earlier, you had the hot take. I, uh, You're I like, the hot take. was it on pot or off pot that you said that they should have won by more? And, they should have. Uh, I said it off. <laughs> Off pot. Okay. You said they should have won by more. And it's like, when you think about the two offenses, which one was moving the ball easier? The Bengals. The the Chiefs were having issues at times. Like they got that third down deep ball twice, I think, like a third and long deep ball and um, just kind of bailing that out. And then they, it just felt like such hard, such a harder road for them to move the ball down the field. They end up in goal line stand situations, all those stuff. Bengals, it felt like, so easy for them like did you spend money to stop the bang like to me this chiefs defense wasn't better than it was last year oh, and i don't I think it was, it was on paper i've heard yeah the stats say it was better blah 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 i look at it on paper it looks the same to me it's just replace a couple names uh better corners i guess than when they played in the afc championship but similar corners to what they played in the regular season last year you can't use the excuse this team sneaking by them anymore. Like they did, they weren't ready for it or they didn't expect it. Andy Reid respects this offense, I believe, because there are two situations. The fourth down and goal where they went for it with Mahomes instead of just taking the field goal. If Andy Reid doesn't think your offense is an elite offense or this is a dangerous team, he just kicks the field goal and goes up. Like, let's just take the lead. But he's like, we got to go up a touchdown this team because that's probably what they're doing to us. And uh, it worked for him there. But uh, the other situation I'm thinking of is there was that uh, the third and one, it should have been an incomplete pass, but they had the ineligible downfield. He takes the penalty because he says, put it back, put it back five yards. That I'd rather so that. Silly. But it worked because they got a batted ball and a field goal. It, oh, it like, worked for Cincinnati. But I think if you're Kansas City, you're like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying that I, I think Andy Reid made a few decisions that uh, point to uh, him seeing the Bengals as probably the the biggest, second biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC. Like, I think he does this against the Bills, too, so it's hard to say they're obviously the biggest threat because of how Andy Reid treats them. But, yeah, like those are two teams that he treats different than – even when he plays the Chargers, I don't feel this way. And I know that is the Twitter darling, and the Chargers do play him tough. 
but I don't feel the same way when he's playing them. Like I'm not going like, oh wow, Andy Reid is going aggressive. He is like, I gotta take a big lead against this team. And he does that against the Bengals. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let me ask you this. It is very early. Very, very early. It's 8-4. and There's still plenty of big football games to go. Who's your coach of the year right now? Oh, wow. I so coach of the year as an award. I think the very interesting thing is it's not who's the best coach. Mm-hmm. It's which coach has his team performing above expectations the highest. Like that's why Marvin Lewis wins it over Bill Belichick. Like Bill Belichick's a better coach, but Marvin Lewis won it because that team wasn't supposed to make the playoffs. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be who wins a lot down the stretch. I don't think. I think the reason you're asking is because you want me to say that uh, it could be Zach Taylor. To me, Nick actually said it before I got to it. To right. me, I'd pick Nick Sirianni because he's what eleven and one. The Eagles were they don't have a top three quarterback. Like he's doing it with just good structure. You better be careful players. with that Jalen Hurts talk. I love Jalen Hurts though. I think he's a great quarterback. I just I don't like I said, top three oh, quarterbacks I are, are Burrow, <laughs> Allen, and Mahomes, probably. Mahomes still number one for me, but Burrow, man, it's hard to keep saying that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, to me, it's Sirianni, but then, like, if the Jets end up with 11 wins, do you really think it's not going to be Salah? And they do it with Mike White or something like that? Like, it'll probably be him. Or if it's, I don't know, the Giants instead, then you're looking at Brian Dable. It's like one of these teams that you didn't expect to be this good starts playing that well. Mike McDaniel, great candidate because you have. Tua, which is a similar situation to Sirianni, so I don't – I mean, I guess the Dolphins have worse talent than the Eagles, but, you know, probably similar level quarterback play. <laughs> They're both good quarterbacks. Um, I don't know. I, th- I I want Zach Taylor to have a it realistic shot, but the team went to the Super Bowl last year, so I don't think that the voters are going to be like, wow, look at what he's doing with this team. It's like, no, that team was already good, and he's got him playing well. It's kind of the, the build-up. I mean – how many Coach of the Year awards has Andy Reid won? I'm going to look that up right He's now. He's like, I don't need to win those. You need to expect <laughs> winning from me. That's exactly <laughs> it, though, right? Like, he uh, – oh, wow. Okay, three. Never mind. <laughs> I can't remember that many. Like, wow. Also, uh, the most random stat is Kansas City has not won in Cincinnati since 1984. They've only oh, played a handful oh, of I, games, but I it's still wild. I misread this. That was a different – the AP coach of the year, Andy Reid just has one. That's what I thought. 2002. That's how long it's been since Andy Reid won the award. Sean Payton won. <laughs> and he did that in 2006. It's when they have these surprising seasons. Like when you look back at the last few ones, Mike Vrabel, 12 and 5. He was out there, Henry and AJ Brown. That's why he won it. Kevin Stefanski, 11 and 5. It was the Browns. John Harbaugh in 2019. The Ravens went 14 and 2 when nobody believed in Lamar. Matt Nagy. 12 and four with the Chicago bears. Like these weren't the best coach that season, but they were the most surprisingly good coach. Jason Garrett won in 2016. Here's the thing. None of that matters. 
Not exactly. One That's None what of- I'm getting to is coach of the year doesn't mean you have the best coach. It means you have the most surprisingly good coach. Like that's, that's what the award is. And to me, the best coach is probably still somebody like Andy Reid might still be the best coach, but I go with Sirianni because this is, it, it hits both where he's doing a really, really good job. He's uh, performing well above expectations. And then also the 2% bonus that like me, he is an Italian. You got me there. You got me. There. You got me there. No. We got Anna Rumo. We got the. Uh, we got the Hello. defensive. We got the, I'm telling you, the Chargers, maybe the Broncos. They're gonna want to figure out a way to hire Lou next year. So oh okay. man. Well, I mean, the Broncos have definitely a sitting duck head coach. <laughs> and look, if you are Denver, I don't know why you don't call Lou. If you are. It would be Vegas, too, if they had money. That is one of the funniest storylines, that they can't fire their coach because they don't have money. Um, but the if you are Denver, why wouldn't you call the guy that stopped Mahomes all this time and be like, we have a really good defense. Do that with us, too. Like, I'm tired of this guy beating us. And then he'll run the into the issue of having Russell how, Wilson. How do you hold them to 10 points and lose a football game again? They are yeah. absolutely brutal. And then I look at Russ, Russell Wilson's stats, and it's like they're not – terrible it's not like he threw three interceptions and no touchdown it's like what happened i don't watch the broncos what happens though what happens that this this goes on he's only got sacked a few times he didn't throw any picks when i when i checked it's like what happened happened? how do you get nine points what's going on I, i love it all right all good vibes in the queen city right now cincinnati gets a statement win at home beating the kansas city chiefs I almost like was prepared to say the AFC defending, but they're not. The Cincinnati Bengals are the AFC defeating. That's not, right. we'll say champions of the AFC. Obviously, not Super Bowl. The AFC <laughs> still runs through Cincinnati. They're still the Kings. They have to play the Bengals. Huge game coming up. Division game, AFC North at Paycor Stadium. We're gonna have a lot more coming up this week. But what is gonna be on all Bengals? Uh, takeaways. By the time you're listening to this, I'll have takeaways article up. Just stats interesting stuff about the game and about the playoffs and division all that check it out all Bengals. follow them on twitter Bengals underscore sand you can follow me at lnds patterson thank you as always for listening to it's always game day in cincinnati